this is the sovereign superhero in Evansland, the mistress of the arsenal, Ultra Girl, Brittany Wonder, and I want to thank you for listening to the Atomic Podcast. Intellectual stimulation by way of mobile devices. Welcome to another exciting episode of the Atomic Podcast. And here is your host of the show, Efren Guzman. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another exciting episode of the Atomic Podcast. My guest today, she is a wrestling sensation out in California. You've seen her in Hood Slam, and she is the Ultra Girl. Ladies and gentlemen, Brittany Wonder. Brittany, it's a pleasure to have you on, man. How you doing? How are you doing today? I'm doing good. Doing good. Hanging in there. Um, enjoying the weather and relaxing. How about yourself? Yeah. So, uh, kind of just trying to rest up before that. Ah, that's cool, that's cool. So you're good, uh, injury-free, no injuries, everything is alright? Yeah, no, I'm actually pretty good. Uh, I bruised my heel a little while ago, so that just healed up. Uh-huh. Other than that, I'm good. Uh, alright, basically I'm going to give you the standard questions. How did you get started in the wrestling business? It's <laughs> cool. Um, do you have like brothers that got you into it? Like, you know, like, like you know, is there like something like in school that you've seen people doing or no? No, my mom got me into it actually. I used to watch pro wrestling with my mom. My mom grew up in the South. Wrestling was very prevalent there. Um, and I used to watch it with her. It was definitely a very family activity. But pro wrestling was always kind of my thing. It was kind of, it was always our thing. No. Was there um was was there anybody that inspired you to become a wrestler? Was there any particular wrestler or was just like any anybody who was wrestling you was just fascinated by? Um, it was at first it was anybody and then I realized I really liked Rey Mysterio because he was small and he could do a lot of really cool <laughs> stuff and he could wrestle like really big people. Yeah. And then uh, 
Don Lita came around, and then I used to watch her a lot because same thing. Like it wasn't a gender thing; it was just wrestling. It was like two competitors. So I really enjoyed that. Like I really enjoyed the ruthless aggression era of pro wrestling and stuff like that. Uh, I used to watch a lot of Lucha Libre, which was a lot of like intergender and like midget and person and. and, and interspecies, I don't know. But yeah, it was, it was awesome. I just, I just love the dynamic of it, and I love the stories that can be told with all these different aspects. Uh, um, how has wrestling changed your life? Like, what's so special about the sport to you? I have absolutely no idea where I would be in life if I didn't have pro wrestling. Like, wow. I have almost all of my friends are professional wrestlers. Um, I mean, all of my closest friends, they're like my family. I see them almost every single week like we really are like brothers and sisters and aunts and uncles and parents and everybody has their own like wrestling family um maybe it's just a family thing but we really are like family when we say we are so like we go do like group activities we go to the lake and we go out to eat together and we go to like the water park and we go have pool parties and we have giant after parties and we just have sleepovers sometimes. Like, <laughs> I have absolutely, like, and then I don't know what it would be with such a boring, like, normal life. Like, <laughs> I, as I said, I'm going to be in three different states this week. And I'm wrestling in California, where I live, uh, Nevada, and then Arizona. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. what normal person would go do that on their weekend? And not that, I'm getting paid to go beat somebody up in spandex. Wow, and it's crazy because you're not like the Britney Wonder that works at a CVS or a Rite Aid. You know what I'm saying? You're the Britney Wonder that's like traveling and wrestling other people. Um, are you like, do you get scared of like, you know, doing so much? Like, are you scared of getting injured or you don't even think about that? That's not even on your mind when you're about to wrestle? Oh, no, that's not even on my mind. Like, I don't ever think about getting injured. Um, I feel like... Uh I feel like just if you think about it and you focus like negative energy on it, it's gonna happen. Yeah. So I absolutely never think about getting hurt. I never think about getting injured. I just think about going out and having the best match I can and entertaining the crowd to the biggest degree possible. Oh, um, did you go to a wrestling school? Like, who trained you? How did you get you know trained? Uh, my original trainer was Big Ugly Judy Bishop. And then, uh, as I said, I had to leave. And when I came back, uh, he had quit. And uh, my trainers were CJ Curse and Timothy Thatcher. Oh, uh, and how how were they as trainers? Were they there? There wasn't easy on you at all by any means, right? Oh no, no, I was treated just like the boys. Like I actually came from probably one of the hardest training schools. Period. Like I could probably say that. Uh, my wrestling trainer is a CrossFit instructor, so we would do CrossFit workouts wow. before we went to. And then our wrestling ring was set up in a backyard in the summertime mm. in California. So it's, you know, anywhere between 95 to 105 degrees. And uh, in the wintertime, we trained heart dungeon style on wrestling mats uh, in a garage. So it was always pretty darn cold in there. Uh, so we're, we're, we're pretty, pretty battle-worn, pretty immune to the elements. We can all think very well, well-blown, like... I don't know, I had some pretty amazing trainers. Like, don't get me wrong, tough, tough, tough camp, but oh my God, like, I, I'm an amazing wrestler because of it. And everybody that came from our camp is. Oh. What was the inspiration for Brittany Wonder? Like, how did you come up with your whole character? Um, that was actually, 
uh, me and Anthony and Butabi, we were watching Powerpuff Girls one night, and uh, <laughs> he was like, my, my, my trainer is like, uh, he didn't quite know what character to give me, and uh, so and that was kind of a problem in training. Everybody else had the character except for me, mm-hmm. and uh, it made it really hard to tell a story. And mm-hmm. so we were watching Powerpuff Girls one night, and he was like, you know you should be? It should be like Buttercup from Powerpuff Girls. Like, it should be like a girl that thinks she's a superhero. And it's just kind of evolved to me being a full-blown superhero. I'm the sovereign superhero in Northern California. Uh, was there like a second place besides Britney Wonder, or Britney Wonder was it? Like, did you have like an alternative name, or? No. Actually, Britney Wonder came from Joe Soul. We we got Ultra Girl Britney, and we didn't know what it should be after that. And, uh... Ah, okay. was, was another student, uh, he's one of my peers, we graduated at the same time, and uh, he was like, Wonder, he was like, Britney Wonder, and I was like, that's perfect, so mm. I've been Ultra Girl Britney Wonder since I debuted. Uh, so when people, when, when, you know, people watch Britney Wonder, like, what is the one thing that they take away from Britney Wonder? Intensity, I Intensity. think, I think uh, that's one thing as a female wrestler I really bring to the table as opposed to a lot of others. Like, yeah. not, not to knock anybody, but I feel like I have a very, very, very high rate of intensity. Mm. So it's not like, you know, one of those glamour girls or whatever like that. You're basically all business in the ring, right? Like, you don't, like, showboat or anything like that? Oh, no, I'm a huge showboater. I'm, I, I play games. I laugh at people. I make people look stupid. I climb the ropes. I do stupid dances. I, I'm, I'm Shawn Michaels, baby. I am a huge showboater. But generally... <laughs> It causes me to get my butt kicked a little bit, and after I get roughed up a little bit, I kind of get mad. And when I get mad, people get hurt. <laughs> and, <laughs> and then, you know, you're also a part of Hood Slam, and Hood Slam is so cool because, you know, wrestlers are like, you know, they have, you know, Ryu, Miss Marvel. Like, um, how, what has Hood Slam brought to Britney Wonder? Like, what has Hood Slam done for you as a character and, and as a wrestler? Oh, dude, without Hood Slam, I have no idea what I would be either. Like, Hood Slam took me in, like, very, 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 very early in my career. So I had a lot of very creative, very new-school ideals, a lot of old-school ideals, a lot of just crazy concoctions and pounded in my head. And it's totally left a permanent imprint on the way that I wrestle. Um, Hood Slam is, like, the first place to ever give me an opportunity to actually shine as a wrestler. They're the first, that's the only place I've ever held a championship. It's the only place that I've ever been pushed as a main eventer. It's it's my home. Without it, Slam, there would be no Britney. Like, I don't think anywhere near as many people would know who Britney Wonder is. Yeah. You know, like, you know, on, on the East Coast, you know, we don't have anything like Hood Slam. You know, we could, you know, we pretty much watch it online. But, you know, the crowd looks like, you know, they're so into it and, you know, they love it. It's almost like that ECW type crowd, that's like compare it to that, but that's what it feels like because it's everybody, you know, everybody knows every wrestler and everybody's so into it. Um, is it that, is it that passionate in, in person as, as it is somebody watching it like on YouTube or something? Oh yeah, dude, it's, it's amazing. The emotions that go through that building. Um, I remember one time, I don't remember what happened at the end of the show, but the crowd chanted, this is bullshit for like, six minutes and wouldn't leave what <laughs> they were that mad and he just chanted this is bullshit like we shut everything down turned the music off like and they were still like 
600 people standing around the ring chanting this is bullshit. Oh, do you remember what it was about though? Like, well, how come they were doing that? I think Jugs Bunny got fucked out of the golden gig. Is what happened. Uh. <laughs> I think he got fucked out of the golden gig at one point, and the crowd was like, probably by James. I can guarantee you it was James C. Because mm. the crowd hates James C. <laughs> so I'm going to go with that. I'm going to go with that probably happened. But yeah, the crowd was so <laughs> mad because it was the end of the show. It was like the main event kind of thing. And they went home with like this horrible taste in their mouth. <laughs> I was speaking of the fans. I was gonna ask you, um, how, what are your fans like? Like when they see you, like, do you have like a a huge like fan following? Oh, dude, my fans are amazing. I actually, uh, I was on my way to San Francisco to do the pro wrestling revolution uh, women's tournament. Yeah, and uh, I, I was I stopped at the gas station to get an energy drink, and there was this guy there, and he was he's like. Breaking Wonder, and I like turned real quick, and he was like, "Oh my God, you are Breaking Wonder!" And I was like, "Hey, how are you?" And I'm like, "Look at the person he was," and he was like, "I saw you at Hood Snap last night, dude. You were amazing. Oh my God!" He was like, "I'm so sorry you lost your fanny pack." I was like, "Oh, thank you." Like, I know it sucks. I got screwed, but yeah, it was it was awesome. I had people recognize my family members. Um, I I I have the most amazing friends. Like, I get emails, I get pictures of all the fans that I've taken, you know, photos with, uh, I have, like, a bunch of, I, I uh, had a, a golden, a golden gig shot, uh, at the last first Friday, and, uh, so many people showed up in Britney Wonder shirts, like, I didn't know that many people owned Britney Wonder shirts, <laughs> like, my butt was on everybody's chest, it was amazing. Oh, how many Britney Wonder shirts you have out there? Um... My first run was 50, which I sold them all. Wow. And then I sold, like, 20 of the Butch Signal ones, um, and a couple of Hot Puff Girl ones. There has to be at least, at least 150 Britney Wonder shirts floating around. Wow. And then if you ever want more, there, you can always get on at ProWrestlingTees.com or UGBW. Yeah. What is what is your most um outstanding feature about yourself that when people see you they're like, Oh, that's Britney. Definitely my butt. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's kinda of what I'm known for. I'm uh, the mistress of the arsenal. Yeah. <laughs> I have the uh, the weapon of mass destruction. Uh, yeah, I, I I kinda beat people up with my butt. That's what I do. <laughs> so you like more a more of a attractive Rikishi, but better. <laughs> Um, what are your favorite foods? Like what do you like to eat? Um I eat a lot of like low carb high protein, so I eat a lot of meat and vegetables and cheese. Love cheese. But uh like after wrestling shows my favorite thing is a super burrito. And uh I'll normally always be getting like a regular Boy, or if I can, a Philly cheesesteak. Oh my god, it was Philly cheesesteak. Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm an East Coast guy, but I never heard of a super burrito. What's a super burrito? Oh, I forgot. You East Coasters don't have those. <laughs> what is that? I always my friends in Philadelphia. I'm like, yeah, we have super burritos. <laughs> but, uh, no, uh, a super burrito is basically a huge tortilla, like a 12-inch tortilla. Jeez. Um, and then it has beans, Spanish rice, 
guacamole, sour cream, uh, salsa, um, and depending on where you're at is what kind of salsa you get. Sometimes there's like blended salsa, there's pico de gallo, there's a couple different kinds, and then uh, whatever kind of meat that you want. So carne asada, pollo asado, alabada, yeah. Oh my god. I'm sure after that you um, the um, the bathroom's your best friend then, right? I don't know, not even. Like, not even? It's all, like it's, it's, it's good ingredients, so it's fairly healthy for you. We're not talking about Taco Bell and shit. Like, yeah. <laughs> we're talking about like actual meat and actual vegetables. Yeah. Oh man, that sounds good, man. I wish we had that around here. Um, so far, um, in the ring, what's been your most memorable match? Jesus, I've had, I've had some freaking battles. Um, most recently, I wrestled Anthony Butabi in Reno, and we, like, murdered each other. That was fun. I, like, gave him a running butt on the stage. I suplexed him on the floor. <laughs> he did on me. This was, like, a... 've seen you in a match with Thunder Rosa. It was a really good match. Um, I, I don't know where it was at, but it was a really good match. Well, thank you. I appreciate it. Nah, not a problem. Not a problem. Um, do you prefer wrestling um, women or men, or it doesn't really matter? It's the same thing. I actually prefer wrestling guys a lot more than I prefer wrestling women. Really? Uh, yeah, I, I like wrestling guys way more. It's, it's a higher rate of intensity. It's sometimes a more athletic battle. Like... weird because you know what it is because um, when you see lucha underground um, men versus women it's cool you know what i'm saying but the wwe like tna the big organizations they don't really have a lot of men versus women um do you what do you think is the reason for and you think if they did do that you think it would be better like if it was you know it, if, if it was more mainstream having men against women and wrestling 
not as prevalent on the Indies because it's like, I mean, it's way more prevalent now than it was, say, two years ago. Yeah. Two years ago, there was not crap for intergender wrestling on the Indies except for like Hood Slam and ISW and Beyond Wrestling. And that's yeah. probably about it. And maybe and AWS. But uh, yeah, so um, I think. Uh, once WWE stopped doing it, it became taboo. It became taboo with WWE because Linda McMahon was running for, what, Senate or whatever? Yeah. And a house position, some political position, and the, essentially people frown upon men on women violence. So she was like, now we need to cut that out, we need to go PD, blah, 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 blah. But since WWE did it, everybody else did it. Why WWE still that way, I don't understand because especially with the women they have right now, they could have a really, really, really good wrestling story. It doesn't even have to be an intergender division, just throwing the matches in there every once in a while. Or having mixed tag matches where they can actually touch each other. Because by God, it's stupid to have to walk over to your partner and tag somebody else. (laughs) 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 Oh my God, it's actually crazy. But uh, yeah, so... and then uh, TNA has started to dabble in intergender wrestling. I don't know really what happened with that. But, uh, yeah, as a whole, I think it, would, if it should come back. And it's a huge tool to step up storylines and to make things more interesting and just to shake things up because things have been so goddamn boring for so long at this point. And, like, women wrestlers are proving that they're competitors. They're not just eye candy. These women can work, these women can wrestle, and these women can keep people teasing. It doesn't matter what gender they are. Yeah, that's the thing. And then when you go to the independent shows, a lot of, you know, fans, men, women, children, they all like, you know, men versus women. And it's not like oh, a man versus woman. It's two wrestlers wrestling. You don't you don't say, oh, there, there's a woman fighting a man. You say, oh, there's two wrestlers going at it. So, you know, I think it's more mainstream in the independent scene. But I don't know. I, th- I think it's, it's kind of cool and it's just kind of sad that, you know what I'm saying? I, th- I think, you know, imagine seeing Charlotte against freaking Dolph Ziggler or something like that. You know, like fans probably would want to see that, you know. Exactly. You know, um, um, what do you think would um make the sport better of wrestling, like with the like the television, like WWE and TNA, besides um men men against women, like you know, intergender? Like, do you think there's anything else that could get like the ratings up? In your opinion? Actually, finishing storylines that would be nice. Like mm-hmm. not dropping the ball on them, actually finishing them out. That would be kind of cool. Because mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> back in the day, like storylines could go years. Now they they're in the last two months. Yeah. Um, like it's 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 really confusing to fans, people that tune in and tune out. Like it's like watching a movie or a DVD like on skip, like fast forward, just going through the scene. You don't know what the hell's going on, kind of thing. Um, and then also like just creative needs to step their fucking game up. Like they just drop the ball with everybody, and they need to also like harness the organic talent that is grown. Like they want to shove people down fans' throats, and when an entire universe of fans is telling you they don't want this, maybe you should be like, hey, maybe this guy should just be a bad guy, or, oh my god, this heel is so horrible, like, why is, why, why is everybody cheering for this bad guy, but we're going to keep trying to make him a bad guy, no, just let him be a good guy, or let him be a tweener, like, you don't need, it, it, your, your creator isn't strong enough to make us believe that this person is a bad guy, or this person is a good guy. People are having their own organic feelings because of the wrestling that they're seeing. Like you can't, you can't change that. That's that's the difference between pro wrestling and UFC. It's it's you get attached to the characters. If you don't let fans get attached to the characters, what the fuck's the point of there being characters? 
Yeah. Um, speaking of UFC, you ever thought about doing MMA, or that's not in your radar? No. 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 And um, um, are, are you from? Um, are you familiar with the East Coast scene? If, and if you are, what promotion would you like to wrestle in the East Coast? Um, I'm familiar with a couple places like Chikara. I like Chikara a lot. Um, I know Evolves out there. That would be really cool. Um, Shimmer would be awesome. Uh, Shine, obviously, which is part of it. WSU would be cool. CGW would be cool. But I'm not doing deathmatch stuff because no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm cute. You don't you do you don't want you don't you don't want to wrestle with light tubes or anything like that? No, like hardcore I don't mind, but I don't I don't do like What what um would you be doing if you couldn't be wrestling? Is there did you have like a alternative plan if wrestling didn't work out for you? With your body type, I could see you as a rollerblader. I definitely could. Oh, yeah, I know. Many roller derby chicks have tried to recruit me. <laughs> They're like, oh, my God, you should do this. And I'm like, I already do contest sport. I'm sorry. I don't have time. <laughs> um, you, was, you just recently did the Lucha Libre um, um, internet pay-per-view show. It was really good. Um, I was watching it in the East Coast, but it had a bad connection. So, you know, like, it was kind of, like, staticky, and I couldn't really hear the commentary. But um, being involved in the internet pay-per-view, um, how was it for you being a part of that? And that was actually my first time ever working for Pro Wrestling Revolution. And it was a blast, actually. Like, everything was super fun. Um, I'm really sorry that Thunder Rosa got hurt. It sucks. Uh, her shoulder was messed up before we went into the match. And yeah. it kind of got messed up in the match. So yeah. uh, I had to take her place in the uh, semi, I guess, the semi-main event. Yeah. Well, so, uh, what happened there? Um, Did you know? Like, what happened exactly? She took a face bump on and it popped her shoulder out. Yeah. I'm not her shoulder out, but it, like, jars the little cool, like, in the 20. I don't know. Yeah. I know it was on the Facebook, and 
then I know, like we talked about it and she explained what happened, but yeah. she should be fine soon. It, it, it was just an injury that got exasperated. Yeah. So um, you, um, you had a great time on the show, you said, right? Oh, yeah. But, uh, yeah, sadly because of that, I ended up in the semi-main event, so I got to work Lady Apache and Nicole Savoy, and so that was, that was pretty, pretty freaking awesome. <laughs> Yeah, that's cool. Um, couple of more questions. Um, um, well, like with the, with like the state of wrestling now, the independent scene is on fire. It's on, you know, it's really pretty much booming now. I think it's been booming for a while, especially on the East Coast, but I think more predominantly on the West Coast. Um, do you see? Do you see like a huge turnout of fans coming to more independent shows than they did in the past? Oh yeah, definitely. There's a huge fluctuation of fans. Um. Especially, like, I think it's cool because in the Bay, I kind of want to credit and slam a little bit to it. Yeah. Because uh, we had a lot of people that came to the show just because they wanted a party. Yeah. And then they became fans of Vid Slam. And then they started going to other wrestling shows because they became wrestling fans. Yeah. And so, like, there, I, I see a huge surplus of fans that had never been to shows before Vid Slam that now go to shows that are always at Vid Slam. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, uh... I can't just, you know, credit them, us in general, but, uh, yeah, I know, there's a huge, huge, huge influx of fans compared to, like, five years ago, six years ago. Yeah, that's true. And, um, my final question to you, Brittany, is what would the Brittany wonder of today tell the Brittany wonder of yesterday? The cream rises to the crop kit. Uh, the cream rises to the crop I'm going to screw up all my advice to my future self, or my past self. <laughs> the cream rises to the top. Keep calm, kid. It'll happen. Keep calm. <laughs> Sweet. Um, Brittany, unplug um, your social media. Um, you already plugged your upcoming events, but plug them again and whatever you have coming up. Uh, this weekend, I have uh, Phoenix for Wrestling. I'm actually wrestling the interim championship for the Gold Rush Lady Luck title against Kikyo, so that'll be really fun. Um, it freak show, I'm going to be doing stuff. Uh, just come out and maybe you'll see if you can find me. I'm kind of excited because it'll be like, where's Waldo? <laughs> and uh, for wrestling four in Arizona on Sunday, which will be super fun. Beach Slam is next weekend in Nightson. Um, and Best of West is also, I think, next weekend or the weekend after that in Fresno, California. Um, you can find me all over social media, facebook.com slash Wonder. It's my like page because I can't have any more friends, sadly, on Facebook. Uh, <laughs> you can also find me at Wonder on Twitter, um, at UltraGirlFTF on Instagram and Snapchat. And if you want to pick up a super awesome Ultra Girl Britney Wonder t-shirt, I now have three available. Uh, you can pick that up at ProWrestlingTees.com slash UGBW. Yeah, the mistress of the arsenal, Brittany Wonder. It's a pleasure to talk to you, and um, I hope everybody out there was intellectually stimulated by way of mobile devices. Have a good one, folks.